and welcome to the Creative Christians Chat Show. I'm Brendan Conboy, the dog in the pod. This show is bursting with creative stories, ideas and inspiration with a Christian perspective. So let's get on with the show. And with me today is another guest. His name is Jake. Doberans, am I pronouncing that right? Yes, he's not. Jake Doberans. <laughs> Jake Doberans. Jake lives in Oklahoma City. You can probably tell by his accent there. He describes himself, I love this description, he describes himself as a polymath and a multi-potentialite. He also says a Renaissance man as well, but uh, he's a writer, a, a speaker, a church minister and a creative thinker. And I love that expression as well. He's the founder and president of Theophany, Theophany, Theophany Media. You've given me some big words here, haven't you, Jake? I know. <laughs> so, um, welcome, welcome. Um, and uh, we we met, well, we, we this is the first time we've met, isn't it? It is, yeah, officially, face-to-face. Face-to-face, yeah, and you, you answered a call-out. Um, and I put that call-out, I, I think you answered the one about there's not enough men coming forward to talk about mm-hmm. brokenness. And there seems to be a problem with men want, you know, they don't want to open up about brokenness. So it's great to have you here. And uh, we will be talking about some of your brokenness. But um, before we do that, this is the Creative Christian Chat Show. You also actually run your own or you're involved in another Christian pod- podcast, aren't you? Well, quickly, what is yeah. that called? Yeah, I am. Um, I call myself the producer. I'm in the producer role for the Creatively Christian podcast. So I created that, but I'm actually not um, on camera behind the mic. I'm behind the scenes. So I do the editing and the marketing. Um, and there are four hosts that rotate um, three Americans, actually, and somebody from the UK. Um, and so we just talk to a wide variety of Christian creatives. Um, in all sorts of disciplines, and we just have some fun time doing that. Brilliant. You're behind the camera now, and that's good yeah. to see. <laughs> so, obviously, you're a Christian, and but what does that mean to you, and how does, how does being a Christian affect your creativity? Yeah, I think um, part of my journey is uh, going from doing my creative stuff for God to doing my creative stuff with God. So um, I've kind of, I've always been a Christian my whole life. And honestly, I kind of got that sort of extra energy about faith pretty early on. Um, And I was exposed to a lot of resources. My dad owned a Christian bookstore for a while. um, So I just have all these resources and have this fire going. And from very early on, um, I wanted to be all sorts of different jobs, but I would always say like for God, um, you know, I would be a, a lawyer, but you know, for God, for Christian purposes or a scientist for God. And eventually I realized my real passions are kind of on creativity and storytelling. Um, but I have to make a shift and I'm still making this shift from just doing everything, but throwing the word Christian in front of it uh, to really letting God be actually involved in the process of creating. 
So it's not just um, I'm doing this to spread the gospel. Uh, that's a part of a lot of the projects I do, but it's also how does God sit with me and show up in the process? And um, that word theophany from theophany media, theophany yeah. is that theophany is a theological word that means like when God shows up. Yeah. So the burning bush is a theophany of yeah. God. God shows up. And so I am interested in the way that God shows up in the, in the mundane ways or in the cool ways like the burning bush. Right. That's brilliant. Uh, I, um, I love the way that you, well, you actually said you put Christian before everything you do. And I, I've actually started meeting quite a few authors that say, that are saying now they don't like to be called Christian author. They like to be called an author that is a Christian. And the mm -hmm. reason, the reason for it, you might disagree with this, but the reason for it is that when you put the word Christian in front of something, it becomes a descriptive word, an adjective uh, 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 instead of a noun. Uh, so it's it kind of uh, demerits it a little bit. So I've kind of started doing that to myself, saying I'm an author mm -hmm. that, that's a, a Christian. But to other people, I still have to say I'm a Christian author. <laughs> so, uh, so what you, you describe yourself as a, a polymath and a multi-potentialite. I love that word. It's, I've used it on myself as well. But just for the purpose of anybody listening that that doesn't know what, what that means. What does it mean to you? Yeah, um, there are a lot of different terms that can be used, um, but I am just somebody who can't really choose one thing. Um, I like so many things, and I think I might even have some talents in a few of these areas. Um, so I, so, you know, when I go on a podcast or something like this, people always ask me, you know, who are you? What do you do? And I mean, eventually I have to press pause because that list could keep going on. Um, yeah. And I'm a published playwright. I have some humorous plays. Uh, some of them are, are Bible based, some of them just for fun. And then I'm also a nonfiction writer that writes about Christian theology and Christian identity and, you know, a podcast producer, but I'm also uh, a minister in some more traditional ways and some untraditional ways. So just all over the place. Um, and I think there are aspects of our world that want to sort of silo people, want to uh, put people into kind of a box or specialize. And I know in like kind of the business space, you know, it's all about the riches or in the niches or something. It's you want to specialize. You want to be doing that one thing and do that one thing really well. And I agree with that in yeah. principle, but I just don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't want to be one thing. Um, I have yeah. so many interests and that gets me in trouble more often than not. But um, it's good trouble. I, yeah, it is good trouble. Um, so, yeah, I'm a polymath or a multi-potentialite, renaissance, whatever you want to call that. Just somebody who has a lot of interests and cannot choose. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same. That's why I use the same terminology. Um, but I, I went on a, um, it was a masterclass, artist masterclass with Matt Tomey. Do you know Matt mm -hmm. Tomey? Yeah. Yeah, I'm so, familiar. So, yeah. so I did the Who's on our podcast. Yeah, I thought he might be. Yeah, another American. Uh, and, and so in on his, on his masterclass, he says, you need to find what you, what, what your center is, what you, your what you're supposed to be doing. You, you, you're doing all sorts of things, but you need to find your. Well, I describe it as your core creativity. 
-hmm. and so so I uh, you know I was doing all sorts of things and that's and I sat there and I thought what is my core creativity and uh, the first thing that God gave me when I became a Christian was the ability to rhyme and I, I realized that my core is poetry so I started I focused on poetry but in doing that because I'm a multi-potentialite everything else the, all the peripheral things they just started growing as well yeah <laughs> it's yeah. incredible so uh, sorry Matt Tony but um uh, I'm still doing all the other stuff as well so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but you've I mean you're a Christian you God is really involved in in what you're doing uh does that mean you've never had to struggle with anything mm -hmm. <laughs> This is Creative in Brokenness, the series. And, right. uh, and you know, I, I always say I think everybody has a level of brokenness and everybody has a level of creativity. God made us that way. God made us to be creative. But, you know, we're all broken as well. And uh, that's due to, due to the fall. Uh, we blame the other side for that. And uh, it's not the way God... In, God designed us, but we are broken. So let's let's talk about your brokenness. What have you been through? What have you struggled with? Well, I think it kind of comes down to um, since since you mentioned not having a lot of men in this series, um, one of the my brokenness is kind of part of that stereotypical male thing, and that's when I see something broken, I want to fix it. Um, I want to fix all the problems. And so a lot of my struggle has stemmed from um, what I think is a God-given gift to see the problems in the world and to come up with some solutions, but then to spread myself thin or to chase this new, um, this new trail into this direction of, I want to solve this problem and I want to solve this problem. So you know, I'm, I'm relatively young, but even through my life, um, I just kind of keep changing. Oh, this is the problem God wants me to solve. And this is the thing I need to do, but that changes a lot. And you can ask somebody like my wife, uh, we've been married, uh, almost four years now and, um, dated before that. And in all the time we've been together, um, I've changed my mind about what I want to quote unquote be when I grow up all the time and what I want to do, um, what, you know, what degrees I want to get and all this stuff. And so, you know, it's gotten to the point where it's like, so I was thinking, and she's like, Oh boy, you know? Um, and I've really struggled in trying to find my thing, um, yeah. which like you said, like, you know, these kind of polymath kind of guys uh, can resist doing the one thing. And I, and I do want to resist that to some extent, but I recognize that clarity and direction is good. Um, and I think for some people that are multi-creatives, um, yeah. some of those, um, they can balance some things all at once. Some of them have to just go down a path for a year or two and then switch directions and get involved in something. I'm probably more the second one, but I've been really trying to do the first one, trying to balance all these things, but it just doesn't work. Um, and, and it struggles. Like, you know, when I fail at something that I thought God was calling me to, it makes me question like, 
am, is it my fault? Am I good enough? Did I not hear the call of God? Mm. So I'm no expert at this, but this is something I'm still trying to discern the meaning of trying to figure out. Um, I'm working with a, a business kind of coach right now who's trying to help me through a lot of that coming from a Christian perspective, trying to figure out what's my direction, get some clarity there. Cause that's, yeah. that's where I'm broken. Yeah. I've, I've been through that. How old are you now? I'm a 24. 24. Wow. Almost 25. Yeah. Uh, well, I became a Christian when I was 26 and uh, yeah, I've, I've been through various things, various things. I've learned. I'm the first description that you gave there. I, I've yeah. learned, I've learned to balance all the creative balls in the air so um I, I can be writing a book and producing a podcast at the same time uh yeah i've learned to do that i'm in my 60s so it takes time sure so, so yeah. um and i think god it, it takes two things it takes time and it takes god to to equip and i'll share this little picture with you because uh, I always say to people that know me, know, know this picture. I always say that uh, God's kingdom is like a toolbox and we're all God's tools in it, in his toolbox. God chooses to use us when he chooses to. And he picks us out and he says, I want you to do this. I want you to do that. And some tools don't get used very often. But every one of us is in that toolbox for a reason to be used, whatever God's purpose is for us. And other people like yourself and like me, you get pulled out every, all the time. Want you to do this? Want you to do that? Want you to do that? You're in God's kingdom. You're in God's toolbox, and you're one of His tools. And someday, one day, one day you're a hammer. Another day you're a screwdriver. And you know, if God wants to use you for a hammer, then you got to say, "Okay, I'm a hammer." If God wants to use you for a screwdriver, you got to say, "Okay, today I'm a screwdriver." You know, and sure, and and ride with it. So. But I understand that struggle. It's a real struggle. And what, what would you say to people out there that might be listening to this, that might be struggling with the same issue of what do I do with my life? If they were, if, especially if they're a Christian and they're saying, God, what do you want me to do? Yeah. I, I think that we have to remember um, that we can start simple, um, we can start small, and we can grow. You know, it might be in several years that I can juggle a bunch of things, and I hope so because I have a lot of different interests, right? But right now, as I'm growing, um, just professionally and spiritually, and all those things, I'm probably at a place where I need to start a little small. Yeah. Um, and I would also recommend not to always. Uh, get trapped with a shiny object syndrome where um, you know you get the shiny thing and oh I want to go that way and that's a problem for me because yeah. um, that's how my brain works you know I see a problem with the world I think I have a solution yeah. now who knows if it's the right one but that's what I think I think it's the right one um, and then I'm like okay well I'm going to do this thing I'm going to build this website I'm going to create this program I'm going to and then all of a sudden well I'm either burnt out or, 
or the solution really wasn't actually good and it wasn't well tested. There's all these things. Um, so I believe we have to start small, be patient. If that, if that thing never, ever goes away, um, well, that's definitely something to pay attention to. And I think over my life, while I've changed directions a lot, um, the, with the benefit of hindsight, I can see some themes develop. I can see some things um, that aren't just seasonal and are more constant. And those are the ones I really want to invest in. And we can have a fun project here and there, but there's, there probably are a few core things that we can just kind of start small with. And over time, that could become something. Great. Let's, let's talk about your creativity. Because uh, you call yourself a creative thinker. Create you, and, uh, and, and, and humor is part of that, isn't it? Mm -hmm. It's a big part of it, from what I can gather. How, how, does, how does creativity and, and humor mesh, mesh together for you? How do you do that? Yeah, so um, more recently, I've sort of been, I don't know what the word is, branding myself. Um, something that I think has been that one of those themes throughout my life is I like communication. I like focusing on how we talk and, and disseminate information. Um, I was a Bible major in my undergrad, but I also had a communication studies minor. So it's always been something I'm interested in. So Nowadays, I'm really interested in how we get information about faith from one person to another. Um, and I think humor plays a big role in that, yeah. especially in sort of the world we live in, where your fire and brimstone sermon is not going to work. <laughs> um, the billboard that says, um, hey, you're going to go to hell yeah. um, isn't going to work and will probably yeah. push people away. Um, and maybe, maybe there was a time where that was on the level of conscious where, you know, the fear of hell might drive somebody to church. Although I would still argue if that was actually good. Um, <laughs> but with humor, I think humor and, and also some of that creative stuff can be a really interesting way to engage the world we live in today. Mm. Um, I, I don't want to uh, sugarcoat the truth or something like that, at least not in the sense of like watered down or dumbed down. I'm not interested in that, but I'm interested in how different kind of creative means or, or new technology like podcasts or something can, can transmit faith. Um, and humor is just a nice uh, packaging of that. It's a vehicle that, um, when we get people to laugh and smile, um, I think the message sticks with people longer and it's more, it's something they can accept more, uh, more palatable, if you will. Uh, the, the, the gospel is a great message, but sometimes um, people can miss that. Maybe they've heard it over and over again, so it kind of loses its effect. So there are some interesting ways we can do to make it come alive again for people. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And there's, there is a lot more creative ministry coming onto the scene. Yeah, there's still a lot more space for more of it. Um, but it's good to see. I mean, that fire and brimstone stuff went out last century, didn't it? You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, that what you mentioned smile. And a smile is, I think it's contagious. 
you know, when you see somebody smile, you smile with them. When somebody laughs, you laugh with them, that sort of thing. Um, but I, I sometimes smile too much. And sometimes it gets me into trouble. Have you ever had that experience? Yeah, there's certainly this idea that Christians have to be like emotionless and stoic. And, um, <laughs> you know, the word of God is so sacred. Like, how can you, you know, laugh or smile or something? Um, and, and so there's occasionally people who have that kind of perspective on things. Um, I think that's becoming less common. People are understanding that, like, you know, uh, happiness isn't the enemy. Um, yeah. When it comes to prioritization, like there might, there are probably some things, there are things more important than happiness, but it's not bad to, to smile and be happy. No. So yeah, I've encountered that a few times. Yeah. <laughs> so let's, let's, let's move on to your, your writing. Uh, writing, I think is just the way I look at you and hear about you, it's probably what I would call your, your core creativity. Uh, it's, it's in everything that you do, isn't it, really? Yeah, it uh, is. Yeah. yeah. And um, so how, when did you start writing and, and how did that come about? Yeah, it was actually, um, it was a specific moment. It was in fifth grade. We had to write a short story and um I wrote this story about starting fifth grade and I use a lot of hyperbole and humor, but it sounded like this horrible experience. Um, and I just thought it was the greatest thing that ever existed. I thought I was a genius. And so um, I got really into writing. Um, and so it started with creative writing, but it, it quickly branched out. Um, you know, I was a big reader and stuff like that. And, you know, even reading nonfiction and that kind of stuff as a kid. Um, and so I started really being interested in just storytelling and how we communicate things. Um, and, you know, again, I wanted, I, I, I prefer language that's accessible and oftentimes humor is a way to be accessible. Yeah. Um, and so I just told the story recently, actually. Um, for a while, I was going to be a, I, was gonna be a scientist that was probably like the longest thing i wanted to be like a biologist or whatnot but in high school when you have to write those science reports Mm -hmm. they are the most dry boring things it's just the facts man kind of thing it's just exactly what happened no embellishment no humor no puns nothing and that honestly kind of turned me off from that because i wanted to communicate in a way that was where I could be a little more free and I could, you know, have a little fun. Um, so I think that's really, really attracted me to writing, whether I'm trying to teach somebody something or just make them laugh. Uh, there are things I can do with words to um, give somebody an emotion. Um, and I don't know, I think it's kind of cool. I've read your blog about your, uh, that story that you wrote. Yeah. When you, when you were at school and, uh, and, and you, you say you went back to it later and realized it was terrible. It was, it was really terrible. Um, it was like five paragraphs long, yeah. um, but I was planning like book series off of this. And, <laughs> yeah. Not good, but yeah, we all start somewhere. And, yeah, uh, and, and uh, so if somebody's listening to this and, uh, and, and they've got struggles in life, 
and and we know that creativity helps people in struggles actually in your case the creativity is the struggle isn't it so, well fair enough yeah. <laughs> but but it's been proven that uh, to be creative in something whether you're making something out of clay or writing a poem you, you know any form of creativity is good mentally it improves our mental health and um so what, what can you say to people that might be in that position that need to get creative but don't know how to, how to get started? They they've have no inspiration. Yeah. Um, for, for me, it's been a learning process to learn that you can just be creative for fun. Um, it can have those health benefits and all that, all those benefits for just being for fun doesn't have to be perfect you can just throw something out there i have the temptation to often want to change the world or whatever with whatever i put out there um but hey sometimes i can just write a short story just for me and um doesn't have to be spelled right um most of the things i write are not well edited until somebody else takes a look um and i can just do that and it's like totally okay like um when it comes to being creative, there are almost pretty much no rules. Um, at least when you're just doing it for yourself, like it is totally okay to create and you're the only one that sees it. Yeah. Now, if somebody wants to make a career out of it or something, that's a little different, right? Eventually you have to show the world. And then I would talk about how perfectionism is a problem. And sometimes you just got to put something out there, but you know, for a lot of us, you know, who cares what it looks like, what it sounds like, you know, whatever the creative thing is, just do it. Um, and if you're struggling for inspiration, just look around. Um, you know, I've been inspired by wacky dreams I've had, or sometimes more often than not, I watch a movie and I'm like, huh, I would do this differently. And then that spawns its own thing. Or, you know, there are so many, other, so many ways to be creative and, and just have fun. Uh, it doesn't have to be a big project. Just do it for pleasure. You think so much the same way as me. <laughs> it's, it's, it's quite incredible, really. <laughs> let's go back to, um, we're getting near the end, but uh, let's talk a little bit about Theophany, um, your Theophany Media. What What is that? Yeah, Theophany Media is kind of the... Um, the catch-all for my projects and things. Um, although it's more than just me, and that was always the design. Um, I guess that reminds me of another tip for creatives is um, don't do it alone. A yeah. lot of my failure has been because I'm trying to do something totally alone and thinking that my, I had all the talents and skills to do everything, and that just wasn't true. Yeah. So... So Theophany Media is, is, is growing and it's a project. Um, it's supposed to be a collaborative project that it, it encourages creative Christians um, in a variety of ways. Um, so we have the one sense where we're just an encouragement ministry, but then another sense where we also want to help uh, train and help um, get these kind of unique works out into the world. Our mission is to creatively communicate Christ and we want to foster that kind of communication. So, um, you know, we're, we're, 
we're doing a lot of different things and, you know, again, trying to focus on one or two things and uh, let those grow before we do too much craziness. Uh, but uh, right now we, um, we got some things going for Christian fiction writers specifically okay. um, or fiction writers who are Christian. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, right. Um, and then of course the creatively Christian podcast is really our main thing where right. we just encourage people and inspire them. Uh, there's been a lot of great testimonies from that about people who uh, picked up pen and started drawing again after, mm. you know, 10 years of not doing that just because listening to the podcast and being yeah. inspired. Yeah. Um, and that's what we want to do. If there are more creative Christians in the world, uh, people who are really using those gifts and exercising it and sharing with the world. I, I just think the world's going to be a better place. Um, I think that is one way we can help the kingdom of God to be seen here on earth is just being creative. Yeah, absolutely. That doing it together, not doing it alone. That's right. so, so important. Right. And that, you know, we mentioned Matt Tomey earlier and he heads up the rise up army. He calls it, which is an army of creative Christians around the world. Which, and it's an incredible movement. If you're a Christian and you're creative, get on it. There's tens of 10,000, 10, 10, Maybe probably more than that. There's a lot of people on it anyway. Um, I'm, a, I'm a member of the Association of Christian Writers as well, which is based in the UK, but as members around the world. And you know, that family of, of creative Christian writers, I, I wouldn't be without them now. They're so supportive. Mm -hmm. So, you know, any Christian writers listening, there's another plug for the ACW there. But <laughs> um, how can people find you? Is there a website for Theophany Media or, uh, yeah? Yeah, uh, Theophany Media is theophanymedia.com. Okay. Uh, for those listening, Theophany is T-H-E-O-P-H-A-N-Y, kind of a weird one. Um, and then also we're on like Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Theophany Media. And then I'm personally found at uh, jakedoberins.com and also on the socials at jakedoberins. And Doberins is D-O-B-E-R-E-N-Z. So there you go. Brilliant. Jake, I want to thank you for coming on the show. But before we go, I, I, I apologize. I didn't pray for you at the start. And I, I normally do that with, with everybody. So I don't know what happened there, but I just got carried away. So I'm going oh, to pray for you now anyway. Um, Lord, I thank you for, for Jake. And I thank you for his craziness, Lord, for his humour uh, and for his um, everywhere-ness. Uh, and Lord, for, for being that multi-potentialite, I, 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 I would refer to him as a multi-tool in the toolbox, uh, somebody that you want to use over and over in so many different ways. And I, I pray, Lord, that, that you will direct his path to know uh, what you you call him into each day uh, whether it be writing or creating in in some other way lord i just pray that you will make that path so clear and obvious lord that you he will know his daily purpose and i say daily because you know it's, it's we all need to think the big picture but we also need to look at the, the detail uh so I just pray lord that jake will know what detail you want him to get involved in and lord i just pray that everything i don't just pray i pray lord that everything that he does um will grow fruit 
in, a, in an amazing way and that Lord everything that he touches will be a blessing to him and others and I pray that in your name Jesus amen 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 thank you for listening to the creative christians chat show it's been great having you here with me today don't forget to share this podcast with your friends i'm brendan conboy and you can find me at brendanconboy.co.uk where you can buy me a cup of coffee if you like to support me and my creative work follow me also on facebook twitter instagram and youtube for now though God bless and goodbye.